Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Now it's been a dark week. Hey, it's Alan. Welcome to the week in Cox. Last week, everything was perfect. <laughs> now we just have some picking up to do and start over again. Where we take a full week's worth of shows, condense it down to just the best stuff, and throw in a lot of special effects and Hollywood razzmatazz to make it sound borderline entertaining. So thanks for listening. Here we go. Boy, I hadn't heard that song, Smooth Criminal, in a long time. And my daughter loves it. She's all over Smooth Criminal. So we were in the car. We went to go see... I went to go see my older kids for the first time in six months over the weekend. And I took my daughter so she could see them, too. And she wanted to... Apparently, Gwen has played Smooth Criminal. It's come up on, in, the, in the radio in the car. And so she's asking me to play Smooth Criminal. And she likes it because she said, that man can sound like a boy or a girl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she's not wrong. She ain't wrong. She's struggling. Very progressive. Attack. But I hadn't heard that song in so long. That song sucks. Are you kidding? What? That song blows. Why? Are you trying to be controversial? Are you trying no, to be Piers Morgan right now? No, because every line is, Annie, are you okay? I'm like, dude, write some other lyrics. Everyone I'm, loves who, Smooth Criminal. I know. I'm not saying they don't like it. I'm saying the song sucks. Yeah. It doesn't have to have a bunch of lyrics for it to be a good song. Wow. It does. Annie, are you okay? I mean, this was a are you huge... okay, Annie? But oh, it sounds like, hey, good. Who's Annie? Who's Annie? The girl. Yeah. Nobody cares. Like, the pretzel you know, lady. Yeah, whatever. Uh, oh, Jesus. I'm sitting there. And again, exacerbated by the fact that we listened to it half a dozen times. And I was getting... That's what it comes down I to. I was getting angrier and angrier every time. And I'm like, we got to listen to something else. But I hadn't heard it in a long time. And I'm like, I know this was a huge song for him. I know this is a... It's a Michael Jackson classic. Mm -hmm. But there's nothing to it. Who cares? I do. But you don't need it. See, I'm the one talking about it. I know, but it, it, it sucks. you're expecting it to be something it's not. What? Expecting what? I don't know. It's it seems this, like you had these expectations for the song. I hadn't heard it in a long time. So maybe I was listening to it with younger ears. Right? I think you're listening to it now with... Through the ears of a man that had to listen to it for a half an hour, so then yes, it's gonna suck. But well, no, no, no. It, the first time fun. I played it, I was like, "Oh God!" And then she kept requesting it. So I'm like, "Okay, you know, I love my kids." Uh, but boy, that song! Give me a break. It's a good song. Annie, are you okay? Are you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? Okay, I get it. First of all, there's no there's Great, no resolution no resolution of the song. We don't know if she's okay. Uh, <laughs> so you know, give me a beginning, a middle, and an end. It's just it smacks of a song that he was like. Eh, at this point, people will uh, will glorify anything I do, except for the kid fingering. But song-wise, music-wise, I can put out any crap, and people will go, oh my God, it's the greatest thing I've ever heard in my life. You want to know an underrated Michael Jackson song? Nobody cares about it. One of his best, Dirty Diana, Fight Me. People Dirty Diana. that song. No, that, song. That, was, that was not as big of a hit as these other maybe songs. Maybe it's not, but it's still a very love song. That's my ex-wife's favorite song. I thought you were going to say, like, <laughs> Librarian Girl or something like that. 
Liberian girl? Librarian. Oh. Liberian girl. <laughs> See, that's stupid too. He did a song called Librarian Girl. And people go, oh. I love ta- Tabloid Junkie. That's a good one. Anyway, I'm just saying. Smooth Criminal. Overrated song. Overrated song, Mary. If you had only heard it once, would you feel the same way? Yes. Okay. All the any, are you okay? Come on, man. Give me something. Right. For whatever reason, when I looked up the lyrics for Smooth Criminal, it's not the lyrics for No, it's another Criminal. song. Yeah. It's weird. Google screwed up or something. Yeah. It's, uh, they don't really care about us. There you go. That's weird. But boy, my kid loves that song. <laughs> it's a good song. She's, she's got great taste in music. Maybe great. she does. I I'm not saying she doesn't, but she is also five. Is there any other song, any other Michael Jackson songs that she likes besides Smooth Criminal? I mean, I didn't go through the discography with like her. Human Nature, Stranger in Moscow. She doesn't even know it's Michael Jackson. She just likes it because this man can sound like a boy or a girl. <laughs> and so, Play the Ant Farm version, <laughs> Alien Ant Farm. There you go. But again, they didn't do anything with the song. Those were just guys that were, grew up with Michael Jackson. I mean, I, I get the vibe. They're like, hey, this is a popular song. Let's do this. It'd be fun if we rocked it up. And so they did. And that's cool, but it was already it was already like a popular song. Mm-hmm. So if you take a song that's popular, you don't do anything with it, and then you have a big hit with it, what do you do with that? This is our introduction to the world, and they go, cool, what else you got? Nothing. Here's some original songs. <laughs> Nobody cares. Could you do more of that other guy's song? Well, we kind of want to do our own thing. Well, then why did you open with the other guy's song? Well, we want to do our own thing. I get it. I just feel misled by you, Alien Ant Farm. <laughs> I, I feel, feel misled. like you're being dishonest. <laughs> I feel misled by you. Alan Joe Jakubic from University of Akron got drafted into the NBA. Was it on the list that I saw? Jack, well, here's the rub. Drafted but never played for uh, the Cavaliers. How do you get uh, drafted and not play? Was he drafted or was he signed to a... Like as an undrafted player. I'll, I'll read it as written. Okay. Selected in the seventh round of the 84 draft oh, by the Cavs, yeah. but never played in the NBA. So he go, he went deep. That's, yeah. But That's back when they used to do seven or eight rounds in the NBA draft. Now it's two and done. Oh, it's really two? I thought they, I thought they still did two more rounds. than two. It's okay. Two rounds. Well, anyway, he, and I guess he's been like a, he's been a coach in Mansfield up until like last year. So he's still around. Well, good for him. He went to the University of Akron. Became one of the top scorers in the nation. He averaged 30 points a game. That's great. In college. Mm. So why would you get picked and not <laughs> played? Just because they're scooping guys up? Because when you're picking seven, seven rounds, like that's you're taking a flyer on guys who are like, okay, we're going to see if they work on the team. But oh, I they're see. not going to sign them to a contract if they're not going to make the team. Because there's so many rounds. Yeah, yeah I see. Uh, hey, Bruce. Yes. What's up? I was, call, I was calling about that, uh, Annie, are you okay? Uh-huh. What, what that started was from um, CPR. When, he, when we used to do CPR, you come up and go, hey, Annie, Annie, are you okay? And What does that mean, the, Bruce? That you're, you're, before you do anything to a victim or someone that needs CPR, you go up to me and go, hey, you okay, Annie? Annie, are you okay? What's Annie? The, the doll. Annie, okay, where oh, that the, comes from, Annie. Oh, the aunt, the the Michael Jackson song, right? And where that came from was years ago. They found a a, a young girl that died, and her face was so beautiful. They didn't. They just knew her as Annie. And the gentleman that made the CPR dummies, they used her face, Annie's face, for the CPR dummies. 
So, Super so, trivia. So, so Michael Jackson knew this, and he wrote a song about a CPR dummy? Yes. This and, is what I'm saying. And, and people were okay. like, okay, he, he can do no wrong. I mean, there's yeah, a, I, mean, there, I, remember, I don't know if they're still around. There was a German hardcore band called Anna's Okay. And I guarantee that they just took that from Smooth Criminal. But at least yeah, they gave I'm me an answer. They gave me some resolution. Anna's okay. Yeah. So I, I don't know. That's so the CPR, what's the male CPR dummy named? I Andy. don't know if there's a male <laughs> Andy, are you okay? Andy, are you okay? <laughs> are you? Oh, smooth CPR. Okay. <laughs> I was just something stupid I've learned a long time. Well, at least, at least I know okay. Bruce is okay. All right, thank you, Bruce. There's a yeah, lot of... All right, thanks. MLS soccer players from University of Akron, by the way. I was looking up those draft people. Just saying. All right. Uh, and they're all waiting on their stimmies. <laughs> Possibly. That's He's right. just like me. Alan, that doll's called Resuscitation Annie. Okay. Annie, you are go. you resuscitated? Are you resuscitated, Annie? <laughs> yeah, are you? Uh, yeah. And again, if if that line had been in the song a couple of times, I go, oh, that's kind of quirky and cryptic mm-hmm. and clever. It's the chorus. And, huh? It's, it's the chorus is what he said. It's the chorus of the song. Yes, I know. And he's so, and it's over and over. And then he goes into the bridge. Annie, are you okay? Are you to will you tell us that you're okay? Are you okay? Will you tell us? <laughs> oh Christ. Right, Just get on with you the song. You gotta be dancing while you're listening to the song. Oh, is that what it is? Yes. I was sitting in the car. Yeah, see if you're dancing, it's more fun. Huh. So Alan just substituted with Annie Oakley. Annie Annie Oakley. <laughs> that <laughs> you go old tiny on that one. Annie. Annie. <laughs> I'm just I'm just saying this is not a song that I would have would have uh, come across if I had you know I couldn't tell you the last time I heard the song would not have come across it if my daughter hadn't asked that I play it and it took me a second to figure out what song she was playing because she only knows songs she likes that were in the car when mom was in the car mm-hmm. and so by a combination of charades and process of elimination I figured out what she was talking about I go oh smooth criminal is the song She's like, okay. Sure. Yeah, yeah cool, one. whatever. The boy who sounds like a girl and a boy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, it was so bad, I was playing that Lumineers song she likes, too, just to cleanse my palate. Now, that song easy, stinks, too. Easy, How does she feel about Lumineers. Imagine Dragons? <laughs> I haven't asked. We should get her into that. No, please stop. <laughs> but again, these are the sacrifices you make when you're a parent. Right. Alan, you're a good dad. I remember when I was 13, my grandpa let me play Cherry Pie by Warrant 10 times in a row, and he never drove me anywhere again. <laughs> right. She's mad again, Grandpa. You're like, you mentioned Dirty Diana, and um, at my cousin's wedding, I couldn't have been that old. Maybe late teens. Here's a little uh, math problem for you. Ready. How long has your cousin been married? I don't know. Now subtract that from your age. Right. I'm not sure. Um, But her husband took off the garter and did a dance to Dirty Diana. And he was like a really good dancer. And I remember I had never heard that song before. And I remember seeing him dancing and being all up under her dress and feeling a little something downstairs. Like, ooh, this is a sexy song. (laughs) (laughs) I like this. (laughs) I'm feeling a little tingling downstairs. Oh, she what, okay. What's going on? Is she Annie is okay? Right. Oh my Who's goodness. Diana. Right. Michael Jackson didn't write his own music. 
I don't know if he did or not, but whoever wrote those lyrics should be hanged somewhere if I they're still know. alive. I don't you have to go that far. You don't think, think so? I think it's a it's fun a song. So I they think th- it's a th- very fun song. So that they can never commit pen to paper again. How do you know they didn't type it? Okay, uh, cut off their writer. hands then. Okay. Maybe hanged was extreme. Cut off their hands. Is that Seems better? Like cut lot. off their tongue? What if they speak it? <laughs> I'm going to need you to transcribe this for me. <laughs> Are you spending some of your stimmy on this tattoo, by the way? I heard you're going to get a tattoo. Yeah. Well, so I finally decided what I wanted for a tattoo for my dad, like in memory of or whatever. And I actually might, because I was thinking about that, depending on it is. So J- Jason, who works here, and his wife have like these canvas paintings of each other saying I do. It's the wavelengths of uh-huh. them saying I do. And I love that idea. The sound wavelengths. Sound wavelengths. Yeah. Yeah. Sound wavelengths, yes. And I love that idea because my dad always used to say at the end of like every text or every phone call or when you're leaving the house or whatever, he would be like, all right, love you, bye. And so I found an old voicemail that he was saying, love you, bye, at the end of it. So I sent it to Rachel, who works here, and I was like, is there any way you could get me the wave, the sound waves mm-hmm. for this? And um, it looks cool. It would have to be like very fine, thin, like line work done. So I have to do a lot of research into the tattoo artist. But so it reads properly. Well, so it looks good. So it doesn't mm-hmm. just look like a big blob a big on my arm on, yeah. or anything like that. But I sent the t- the picture to my sibling group chat. And I was like, I think this is what I want to get. And then I, it would say, love you, bye, underneath it. And um, I got really upset. And Cody told me I was being petty. But I got really upset because my brother wanted to copy the idea. He was like, I want to come and get this, too. Like, I, I want to. I think you guys should all go together. But not everybody wants it. Not everybody wants that. Well, then that. whoever does, though. But why does that upset me so much? Because I'm like, no, this was my idea. You, this is I, how I want to remember him. Get your own You thing. want to feel connected to your father right. in any way possible. But, but you got to understand, but your siblings take away from it? Yeah. lost their dad, too. I know they did. But one, neither of my brothers have any tattoos. So the one, the fact that he even said he would do it, too, I, w- I was like mad at him. Like, you don't even like tattoos. Is this MAGA or workaholic? This is workaholic. Okay. Where I'm like, one, you don't even like tattoos. Well, two, don't even worry about it because he's not even going to be able to get time off to go and get the tattoo. <laughs> yeah, right. He works Why did you tell everybody in the first place? Because it's just a thing that we share. Like, my little sister has an idea that she wants, mm. and I don't know. We're you just didn't kinda... expect them to go, yeah, okay. No, I was just like, hey, what do you guys think of this idea? I think this is what you I'm going to get done. You didn't expect them to try to climb on, though. Correct. Yeah. I didn't, ex- especially from him. I didn't think he would be like, oh, I really like this. This will be my first tattoo that I'm ever going to get. So am I being petty and ridiculous? Or is this like... Well, you feel how you feel. I think it's... I, listen, you feel how you feel. I wouldn't feel that way. I'd be like, yeah, cool. Let's whoever... I don't, I don't know. It's like he's if trying it's to a take good it idea, away from me. But if it's a good idea, it's a good... First of all, it's your dad's voice. I know. It's not something you wrote. You know right. what I mean? So mm-hmm. it's like, if it's a good idea, it's a good idea. Yeah. Well, and I know and it wasn't my original idea because like I saw their... Little canvassing of saying though. I it's do, so you know? I, this, and that's the other thing. I, it is new, unique, and I want it to be mine. <laughs> like, this I'm, might be the wrong time to mention it. Right. Bill and I are also going to get that exact same well, I'm tattoo. I'm not sending you the picture. We've already, already gotten got it, it yeah, from Rachel. Rachel. Yeah, we know Rachel. <laughs> oh, we already got it from her. Rachel. We're going to get Love You By mm-hmm. audio waveform of Mary's dad <laughs> mm-hmm. on our forearms. Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. It felt like special to me. It really, it really upset me. I get where you're coming from. Well, they might not follow through. If it's his first tattoo, he might go, yeah, I want to do that. That was, I don't know. Tell him to get a tattoo of his time card. Right. (laughs) Yeah. Why don't you engage in a little bit of subterfuge and tell them that you're not going to do that anymore because you lost the file? I already sent the picture. 
Yeah, dummy. Why did? Because I was <laughs> like, hey, this the... is what it looks like. I th- do you guys think this is cool? This is what I'm gonna oh, do. Oh, you just... didn't just tell them you were. No, gonna... no, no, oh, no, no, no. That's what made him want it is because he saw oh, the picture and he's like, well, that looks cool. I'm going. I'm inspired by this. I would like to get that tattoo as well. Here's I can't help Mary but said, not feeling I'm selfish mad about at you it. For that, yes. I am. Not mad, but I'm like, you've never wanted a tattoo one day in your life, and now you want my tattoo. And that's why I don't think he's going to go through with it. But also, but what, I think that he would just to spite me. But what? Really? <laughs> just I don't to know. Your not family operates spite. on spite. Not even spite's not the right word, but. But also, again, I'll go back to if it's a good idea, it's a good idea. I know. What better tattoo for him to get for his first tattoo? I know that, and are, that's why I'm asking you guys if I should let it go. Are you and that brother particularly close, no. or no? We've, well, then this we've might had be a, a bad way. relationship pretty much our entire lives. Then, well, so you're. You're taking that into this 100%. conversation, okay? But now you've <laughs> bo- like screw you, man. But like- now you've both got something <laughs> that, that is equally meaningful to you. That might be a but little. It means more to her because she. I understand, it. but it might be a little detente. I guess you probably don't care about that either. No. Yeah. Why don't you sabotage it? Like, why don't you send him like, oh, this is actually what it says. <laughs> you send him that version. Just me saying f you. That's what I'm saying. You send him the wrong file. Twenty-hour workday. Get your own thing. This looks like a lot. Sorry, I'm on call. Looks like a lot of words in this wavelength, but okay. Yeah, I don't know when you did, and you're right. I am probably taking some of like our rocky past into it. I definitely am. Yeah, because if it had been your sister, you wouldn't care. I don't know about that either. Really? If one of your sisters was like, oh my God, that's fantastic. I'm going to get that too. I think I just want something to be mine. I understand. You know? I get it. And it is a a very cool, unique idea. And like I said, I didn't come up with it. I saw their thing from their wedding. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I wonder if they could do that. If she could help me out and give me the sound waves for this. But I got really upset with him and felt like he was stealing it from me. I understand. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. <gasps> no, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation? Where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission. At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders. From ship to shore, air to ground. Cities to local communities, CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. But I guess my question was, should I just be like, yeah, I guess your dad died too. Well, here's the thing, though. You, know? you don't have any choice. He's either going to get it. it. Yeah, that's true. You don't have any control over it. Well, originally, I said back, he was like, I think I want to take that idea. And I was like, I don't want you to. I said that. He's like, I understand or whatever. I feel I don't remember the exact wording Well, then maybe he won't. But he said, "Um, I might consider doing this with you. Uh, Don't want to steal your idea if you want this to be your thing. And then he asked me to send him the video. And I was like, I don't want anyone else to have this tattoo. I don't mean to be selfish, but it's something I want for me. And I oh, know but those he, two things contradict each other. But, but also, he he offered already, like he yeah. led with, if you don't want, and then you said, yeah, I don't want, I want to just do this for me. So or he's or he's just waiting for her to get the tattoo so then he could copy it. <laughs> <That's> <laughs> then, like you're, you're stuck it. with it. <laughs> now that would be super petty. 
Like I'm trying to be understanding, but, but I you're don't not know stuck why it's with so it. Hard. You wanted to I get it. I want it. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I'm not stuck with anything. But she doesn't want it if somebody else has it. I fully understand. I'm just saying the fact that you sent that photo, it's out of your control now. Toothpaste out of the tube, baby. Yeah. But I didn't but think... I get, I get where you're coming both from. Both my brothers are super Christian. They don't like... They think tattoos are, you know, your body is your temple. So they don't I'm agree with tattoos. I mean, you know, they, they... Well, no. I mean, they don't agree with tattoos. They've never gotten a tattoo in their life. Yeah. So I don't know. I would have never thought that they'd have been like, yes, this is what I Didn't I even also think it was a possibility no. that they would... Uh, never in a million years did I expect that, that response wagon. from him. And yeah. that's why I think he really... Like, he, he initially liked the idea, and I bet he goes a different direction with it. Would he be okay if he did it... Like the canvas thing, like Jason has. Like as a painting or yeah. something. That I would be fine with. Okay. Well, why don't you suggest that? I don't know why that? the tattoo bothers me so much. Why don't much? you suggest that? I think it's because, like you said, like they don't like tattoos, and then you come up with a good tattoo idea, and they're like, well, I want that too. And yeah. It feels like they're co opting it. Because so. it's personal and permanent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Maybe that. I'm like, hey, it doesn't go anywhere. <laughs> like, I don't know. Hey, Patrick. Tramp Stampa, right? <laughs> yes. I am going to get it on I mean, my for your back. brother. No, for me. For both of us. <laughs> Tramp Hey, Patrick. Yes, sir. What's going on? Not much. Hey, I just wanted to call and kind of touch base on kind of agree with you, Alan. It's a, it's a permanent thing, and uh, I can really resonate with Mary, too, because I am a, I'm a member of, a sober member of Alcoholics Anonymous. You know, I'm not supposed to mention that, but. Um, <laughs> oh, you know, good self-esteem. for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, selfish and self-centeredness is the root of our problems, and. You know, it's going to be that deeper to connection, but it can also be a connection to our brothers and sisters as well. So, you know, like she said, to see the other side of the page, that uh, it's a way to connect with uh, with the family members. It'll be a special day. I know. Mary doesn't want to hear any twelve step claptrap. She wants to get it. <laughs> she wants to get down with her brother. I Thank know. you. And and you don't either. Yeah, well, mm-hmm. it's neither here nor there for right. me, but I get where she's... Co- Thank you, Patrick. Mary's, I appreciate it. Mary's trying to show that she loved her dad more than her brother. Not, no. That's the biggest part, right? <laughs> That's not what it is. <laughs> you had an idea that they didn't have, and they were like, oh, I didn't think of anything myself. That's mm-hmm. good. I'll mm-hmm. do that. And the fact that it was a tattoo, I was like, no, he'll never. There's no way. My little sister already knows exactly what she wants for him. My older sister, um, she's been playing around with the idea, but I don't know if she had anything in mind, but... My stepmom is getting, like, he wrote her a note that says, uh, it came with, like, flowers that he got. She said, like, just because I can't stop thinking about you. And so she's going to get that, you know? So I'm like, everybody has their own thing. Get your own thing. Tell your brother that you've decided to get a portrait back piece of your dad. (laughs) Yeah. And he'll be like, cool, then I can get the wavelengths. You're getting (laughs) getting the inside (laughs) of the CD on your back. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, you feel how you feel, but. Is it petty? I don't. I wouldn't call it petty. I just think. Do you, selfish. Do you really want to go? Yeah, but that's understandable too. Do you want to go to the mat for it? I yeah. Guess. Oh. Yeah, I guess. Get it? Who cares? I'm man? gonna get it. Yeah, you get it. But yeah. then I'm gonna be. I will be. I feel like I'll be upset if he How gets it. How often do you too. see him? I don't. But every then time I did see him, I would just stare at it. <laughs> And purposely burn him with well, don't do the that. stick or something. Yeah, the stick. <laughs> I brought my magnifying glass. You probably want to get glass. it where you can see it, though. He wants it in the exact same spot that I want it. Where do you on want it? On my forearm. On your forearm. He's like, that's great. And then he forehead? sent me a picture of his forearm. Oh. I was like, I know what your arm looks like. I don't want to see a tattoo on Tell it. him you're getting it on your neck. And then he'll be like, cool. I'll put it on my cheek. <laughs> magic mushroom, magic mushroom, magic mushroom.
I heard from some of our D.C. Bureau Chiefs who were in a good mood. As of today, they've decriminalized magic mushrooms in the District of Columbia. And ayahuasca, too. If you're somebody who likes to vomit and crap themselves while you're Uh traversing across another plane of existence. Uh, it was, uh, it's all, it's kind of been there already in DC because they passed some legislation last fall, but it goes into effect, uh, as of, uh, yesterday under the entheogenic plant and fungus policy. Hey, there you go. All these other dumb bills that, uh, legislatures pass, they always give them like cool acronyms. They couldn't give that one a cool acronym, something it spells, I don't know. Mushrooms, ayahuasca, mescaline. I thought that was a salad mix. That's mescaline greens. Ah. Uh (laughs) You want to make sure that you... Decriminalize those salads, (laughs) Texas. That's right. Uh, Mescaline's like LSD or mushrooms Ah. or kind of like that, you know. Um, I was on mescaline at a Ted Nugent show through no fault of my own. Hey. Uh, Licking toilet 25 years ago, yeah. Sweaty Teddy was extra sweaty that night, and so was AC. <laughs> so uh, those uh, are listeners in the uh, District of Columbia area. Uh, congratulations. Decriminalized uh, magic mushrooms. It's good to see. Sure. they uh, The people who were pushing the bill credit to natural psychedelics with helping overcome anxiety, severe depression. And you're starting to see... That take on these kind of work its way more into the public discourse, too. Yeah. They're like, let's not be so afraid of these things. Um, help or, uh, people overcome panic attacks, suicidal thoughts, you know, things like um, uh, not just post-traumatic, not, not, not uh, what am I thinking? Um, post, what do they call it when a woman goes crazy after she has a kid? Postpartum. Postpartum. It's not Thank crazy. You. <laughs> you know what I mean. I, I'm, I'm the shorthand. I'm using the shorthand. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> the angry mom disease. What's it called? Yeah, they drown the kids. You yeah. know what I'm talking about. Yeah. Postpartum depression. Some yes. women have postpartum psychosis. Like, really, really bad. Postpartum can mess you up, man. For real. That I wasn't trying to make light of it. I'm yeah. saying, like, it's a big deal. So, if you can get around that, that's a good thing. I don't know what the state of mushrooms in the state of Ohio is, though. We don't, don't even know. have weed. I mean, yes, technically. We have decriminalized, and we have. Do we have medicinal? We have medicinal now. We just got decriminalized last year, I think. Well, okay, but it is. I mean, better late than never. So I'm saying mushrooms, I feel like, are pretty far off. Although I did have somebody on my Instagram today suggesting that I take mushrooms. (laughs) This is what I'm saying. Yeah. 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 It's working its way into the uh, public discourse. They were like, uh, I don't know how you feel about it. I've I've only had mushrooms twice. And they're like, yeah, if you really trip hard, it's like six months of therapy in five hours. And I was like, I don't know if I want to go through all that. He's like, it'll probably be pretty traumatic and painful, but you'll feel better. But it's it's also not something that you can... you can't rubber stamp it for people. Right. It was six hours of therapy for him. Right. Might not be for you. Some people have awful, awful trips mm-hmm. and never want to go back. Right. That's not the kind or of therapy you want. You're different forever. Yes. After that. <laughs> yeah. I yes. don't know about all that. So it just depends. But uh, in D.C., as of yesterday, criminalized mushrooms. Also in D.C., they're still uh, scooping up people who were part of that Capitol riot. And they got a guy named George Tanios, who owns a sandwich shop in Morgantown, West Virginia. I think that's where WVU is. Yes. It's a college town, right? Go Mountaineers. Yep. 
And um, his shop is called Sandwich University. Huh. And he referred to himself as the sandwich Nazi. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> no, but here's the thing. Because you're so strict about how people order their sandwiches. <laughs> Actually, it's not that. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, 26 years ago, it was an easy Seinfeld reference, right? right? right. Everybody knew what you meant. Now you got to wonder if they mean it literally. But that, I think that was his Twitter handle, Sandwich Nazi. No Morgan, kosher meats here. Morgantown, West Virginia is where I was uh, <laughs> with the girl that said, I like crack after I was like vibing with her. We're, right. I bought her some drinks. I was like, okay, maybe this is going to go somewhere. And then she goes, hey, I like crack. That's you got 20 right. bucks yeah. or what? Uh-huh. <laughs> I have some money. good for you. Let me go get you some crack. I was like, nope, peace out. They have charged two men with assaulting uh, that Capitol Police officer, Brian Sicknick. That was the guy who died. Yeah. And they're not charging these guys with his murder, but they're charging them with assaulting him. One guy from Pennsylvania. Uh, they sprayed uh, him and two other cops with bear spray. And this Brian Sicknick died from the injuries that he sustained. People like beating him and, you know. New kind of ex- Yes, Axe Bear Spray. Yeah. Oh, it's strong, boy. Uh, Makes them bear. Yeah, it really does. B-A-R-E. B-E-A-R. Oh, oh is bear. What they're oh, talking that's probably about. not great to spray someone yeah. with. No, absolutely don't do that. But this guy that they're zeroing in on owns a sandwich shop in this college town. And they got uh, these two guys on surveillance footage and, you know, or kind of got them dead to rights on this whole thing. But uh, they go digging into the guy's Wait. sandwich shop, the, the Sandwich University in Morgantown. So it calls himself King of the Fat Sandwich. He it wasn't Antifa. Bill Antifa's not a thing. <laughs> uh, it's a state of mind. It's not an organization. It's a right wing talking point. Well, so, it got me out of a lot of trouble when I was a kid, though. Because <laughs> anytime, like Bill, why are your grades so bad? My teacher's in Antifa, Dad. That's right. And you'd be like, oh, yeah. I knew it. Yep, she's part of the New World Order. Yeah, and I'm not in it. This guy on Instagram, King of the Fat Sandwich, 74 followers. So hey. he's really killing it in a college town. Uh, George Tanios, a.k.a. The Sandwich Nazi on Twitter. He trademarked Sandwich University, Sandwich U, King of the Fat Sandwich. And uh, they referred to his store as a drunk person's paradise. I mean, if you're in a college town and you've got a sandwich shop, holy cow. Even Poundcake knew this. When he was doing commercials for Mr. Zubbs. And yet I still didn't get paid for it. Lunchtime, lunchtime at Mr. Zubbs. Well, whose fault is that? Gotta be. Lunchtime, lunchtime at Mr. Zubbs. Deserved it, eh? Because your whole commercial... Forget the grade, you should have gotten paid for it. Uh, But it was an assignment. I understand. The whole commercial was centered around a couple of high dudes, right? You were playing the guy who was high. I was playing he played both. all the parts. He played all the parts. <laughs> the high guy, the right. He's like Eddie guy. Murphy. He, he was showing his in the range. clumps. Yeah, yeah. And then yeah, and I got a B, and no one else is in the class got their commercial actually played on a radio station. So I feel like that. <laughs> what? It's true. We were making. Yes, a, it is true. We were making a radio commercial, but whose commercial got played on an actual commercial radio station? This dude. I, need, I, I want my... Uh, right, but that was because you gave it to me. I wanted to see what you thought about it, and you right. hated it. Well, I didn't hate it. Mm, you hated it. I said it wasn't B material. It was A material. I, no, no, no. <laughs> I, I said you were extraordinarily lucky to get a B on it. I didn't say I hated it. I, I, didn't have any, I didn't have a dog in that fight. Bill, did you think it deserved a, a, a B? Oh, I believe it. 
You you overperformed. <laughs> well, lunchtime, lunchtime, and Mr. Zub. I thought it was a really good commercial. I know you did. I'm telling you, it wasn't. <laughs> Man, but who cares what I think? I, I'm tough, not. I'm not giving you grades, player, yeah. right? He doesn't grade on a curve. And I played it on my show. I can say whatever I want to about it. I'm so glad I waited to play that clip after I already got my grade because my teacher probably would have changed it. Well, actually, she said if if she would have listened to you, she would have changed That's it. That's not true. She said I, – Why would I change your teacher's mind on something she's that malleable? Why well, she, would that make any difference? she's trying to get a job, too. If no, she was going to give you she, a B, she would have given you – she gave you a B. She said the way you guys critiqued it, like I, I – I told her I was like, well, I have the clip of him playing it on air, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> let you hear it until after you already graded me because I want to see what you. So think. she was telling you, I'm not very good at my job. <laughs> I don't know. And if I had heard that guy really pick it apart with all those cogent points, I would have thought, yeah, Alan really changed my mind. <laughs> well, then it is good that you had already gotten your grade. See, I mean, you guys say I'm not smart. I'm pretty smart. <laughs> We've never said you're not smart. We are just sometimes amazed that you are a college graduate. Me too. There are plenty of smart people who aren't college graduates. He's amazed. I don't care all, about that. All I, know I there's said. There's a lot of dummies that didn't that graduated and dummies that didn't graduate. There's dummies everywhere. Yeah. Yeah, but that's just because you didn't go to college. But even if I had gone to college, I still understand that dummies can graduate from college. That's oh, absolutely. Yeah, that's what so I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I don't, I don't think that you have to be a smart person to graduate from college. No, you don't. A lot of the people that I graduated with that have degrees and probably. Like, got a higher GPA than I did. They all have OnlyFans right now. Well, not only that, but if you talk to people who go to very prestigious colleges, they will tell you, oh, my God, I went to school with some really stupid people. Like, maybe their parents cut a check or, yeah, you know, legacy, legacy students. students. Yeah, things yeah. Like that. I went to school with the legacy people. I was like, <laughs> the, the, the legacy people has, people. University of Akron has legacy people? Um, well, That's their last name. <laughs> well, yes. Frank, Frankie and Tony Legacy. They got drafted in the NBA. Well, I, they went, they were legacy in the sorority or fraternity that they were in. So they're they like, my mom went here in the 90s and she was an AKA. So right. I'm That's something they should keep to themselves. <laughs> okay. That's not something like you tell people, you know. Why? My mom was also in this sorority at the University of Akron. Yeah. Like, who cares? Uh, they care. In any school, who cares if your mom or dad were in the Greek system before you? Because they're a legacy. That's it. It's, 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 it's <laughs> I know you like there. using that word. It's not, though. That's what I'm saying. In the, in the fraternity and sorority world. I wasn't in that world, so I didn't care. I was like, oh, that must mean something. Are you automatically brought in, by the way, if your parent was in that fraternity or sorority? You're autom- I think you're automatically able Considered. to pledge. Yeah. yeah. Well, but anybody can pledge. Anybody can rush. Okay, right? well then you're considered. Then I don't, I don't, I don't know how it works. I'm not in the Greek system. I. Well, you're the one throwing legacy around. I, you know more than I do about it. Well, because I had a friend. She, she was an AKA, and that was the only one. I was like, wow, that sounds also known as Alpha Kappa Alpha. Is that the Black Fraternity Sorority? I mean, yes. Okay. And and, she, and make no mistake, that is the Black Sorority. It's the number this one. This is not Howard, right? But I'm just saying, like most schools, there's one Black Fraternity and one Black Sorority. If you're lucky. I used to go to the party called the Sweatbox, and that was put on yeah. by the black fraternities. Sweatbox. Where they'd be stomping. Lunchtime, lunchtime, and Mr. Zobs. Did you guys hear my commercial? It's a solid <laughs> B. <laughs> it should have been an A, but it was a solid B. Hey, I'll tell you what. If your teacher was going to change her mind based on what I said, it should have been an A. Yep. Because that means the grade's worthless. Yeah. She should have just given you an A. Well, then again. What does she care? I, and I, Is she still there? 
I don't know. Well, um, let's find she, out so I can write a letter to her currency yeah, and go, hey, <laughs> keep your eyes open. If you can find somebody to change this woman's mind, doesn't take much. The thing is, I, I don't want to say that I didn't take that class seriously because I already had a job in radio, but I mean. But you are saying that? I was. Mm. <laughs> you felt less pressure. They're not going to take it, your it, degree back. I, but, Believe me, I that. tried. <laughs> but I said this at the time. I, w- I was like, all these kids are in here te- trying to learn radio, and there was stuff that they were teaching. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. <gasps> No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. I was like, I never learned this stuff. I was like, I work here. And I like, I, I forget what it was because I was like, we never use this. The type of equipment that they use, like all this stuff. I'm like... Yeah, we don't do that. <laughs> and so I think they just got tired of me at some point because well, I was like, right. we don't use this. Right, but schools just have the equipment they have. It's not their fault. But if you're trying to have the equipment to prepare you for the real world in the field. Well, no, they're, they're t- showing, showing you how to talk into a microphone. They, I mean, we, they can't... we didn't do that. It was a commercial. Okay, well, that's, a, that's an audio production class. That stuff doesn't change that much. You're still putting source material into some kind of digital workstation and then manipulating it. But yeah, you know? there, I mean, there was a, a lot and of things. You, and this is what you lunch came up time, with. Lunchtime, lunchtime, and Mr. Zoom. My creativity. <laughs> yeah, all this work and what he came up with was pitch shift. Mm. Okay, but that was one part of it. You're not going to play the whole thing. Then don't talk about it. No, I'm not going to play the whole thing. Good. I'm trying to keep my audience, not have them running <laughs> for the exits. <laughs> Mr. Zub's owner called in. He liked it. Of course he did. I gave him free advertising for a couple of days. He should have sent me a check. Or a sandwich. I think, yeah! I think he did send the sandwiches, actually. He didn't send me a goddamn thing. Yes, he did. You never eat the free food anyway. Yeah, you That's don't. That's true. That is true. I do not eat the free food. You'd be like, oh, Neither bread. a borrower nor bread? a lender be. What? You, you look at it, you're like, oh, what is that bread? No, I'm not, I don't want to fool with that. Forget it. Well, I know what what ingredients are in a sandwich. <laughs> what is that, bread? <laughs> bread! I've Trying had pull bread a fast before. one on me, Mr. Zubs! <laughs> a sandwich with bread? <laughs> How dare you? But it's just what? one thing. That doesn't say lunchtime, munchtime to me. It's one I asked for a bread-free sandwich. <laughs> I believe it's called a salad. It's one thing to turn things down, but you look at things with like disgust. People will send pieces. Why up here are all you the projecting time. on me? I just don't eat the free food. I don't look at anything with disgust. I walk in the office in a break. You guys are like at the trough, and you go, "Do you want some?" And, you and, have, I, and your face and turns I, up like a lemon. And I say, "No, thank you," because yeah. it's not for me. It's for you. Yeah, <laughs> I say no thank you. Mary, I go, no thank you, right? He's, I don't I know what you he's... actually do what he said. You go, no, I don't. Because <laughs> that's how I talk. Yeah. You know, anybody who knows me. In the office. Yeah. yeah, that home. Off, my, my, off the air. My wife will attest to this. She'll go, you want some of this? I go, <laughs> honey, I made some amazing, again, she made another pot of this amazing split pea and ham soup. And uh, she goes, uh, would you like some of this? And I go, you know I do. Because <laughs> that's how I respond the to excitement people. excitement to her. Yeah. Yeah, I know. <laughs> the hurting and bread and sandwich. Yeah, so, no. You're putting, you're projecting onto me that I'm somehow judging. 
not everyone judges everything like you do, right? If people send free food, I got people hit me all the time, all the time on social or email. Hey, want to bring some food, man? No, thank you. No, thanks. Because they just want me to give them a mention. Mm-hmm. Hey, here's Jimmy's Dopey Sandwich Shop in, you know, Grafton. Who That's cares? made with bread. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I ask them. Do you make your sandwiches with bread? And then they just write back a question mark. And I go, that's <laughs> when I saw it. <laughs> bread voice, number 408. <laughs> bread voice. You know what? I never put a name to it, but thank you. You're welcome. Second time you've hooked me up today. Thank you. I was talking before about that house that a uh, quarter million dollars worth of damage in Wisconsin because they had a crystal ball on a desk that magnified the incoming sunlight and ignited a couch next to the the desk. There's a video going around, too. It's pretty wild if you haven't seen it. A huge explosion in California, Ontario, California, residential neighborhood, a house that apparently had a whole bunch of commercial-grade fireworks in it exploded. And the people in the house died. But the video is wild because the woman who lives next door is running around after an initial explosion trying to make sure if her family and her pets are okay. And then, obviously, she's because everybody films everything. Of course, these days, you know, I, I shouldn't say that because these days people are probably doing that for insurance purposes, too. It's easier to prove things. Yeah. Like, hey. And she's got her phone pointed out and you can just see the glass explode in. And I mean, you know, imagine you're living unknowingly living next door to a house where they're just stockpiling fireworks. That's first part is the initial explosion through the roof of this house that somebody down the street catches. Mm -hmm. So the initial reaction is, oh, there's something you don't see every day. And then the little bit there is the woman right next door and her whole living room blows in. That's crazy. Glass everywhere. And then the third one is just one more. It's like that scene in The Naked Gun where the guy (laughs) drives the car into the fireworks factory. He's like, nothing to see here. Please disperse while everything's exploding behind him. This is insane. That would be fun, wouldn't it? Hey, turns out we lived right next door. How do you file that claim with your insurance company? Oh, the guy next door, his house was full of uh, commercial-grade fireworks. Oh, good times. Hey, Greg. I don't know what you think, Alan, but it sounds like those folks had a blast. hi So I was talking, I mean, reading about Mary... Santora today, uh, there was a, I don't know if it was like ultra recent, but there was like a five question thing that she did. And one of the things that she brought up was uh, over this time of COVID, she perfected her filet methods Mm -hmm. and being an active imbiber of all things live fire and meat. I would love to get her 
uh, her down and dirty on how to do the perfect filet meal. We were talking about this at the top of the show. Cleveland.com did a uh, five uh, Friday Five thing where they ask Mary like a bunch of questions what her favorite places to eat are. Mm -hmm. I think that Greg is trying to corner you. I think this is a trick question. I How do is not host Monaco. a barbecue and grilling related podcast. Vatican City. <laughs> oh. uh, <laughs> okay, go ahead. You, you did mention in the thing that you let me let me bring this up very quickly, and I'll read the quote that Mary Santora on local dining when they ask her in the Five for Friday. Very true. Your favorite dish to make at home? She said, "I perfected the fillet over the last year or so." That's what screwed you. That word, perfected. But, but perfected to me. Not everybody likes their steak made the same way. Believe me, I ate a lot of overcooked steak to get the recipe and timing just right, but I'd put my steak against any other home chefs. I will say that. It's good. That whole paragraph it's screwed really you with good. Greg. And I'm so now Greg you. is lassoing you into... Okay, go ahead. Talk to Greg. So what I, I like do... Is so you get the steak right? You take it home, and first things first, you have to let That's it. That's where I always fall apart. You leave it at the store. I just buy the steak, no. and, I miss it and then go. Now what? You have to get it home first. You got to put it in with all the sun tea bags Come and on. let it sit in the sun. How thick? Um, just whatever you're feeling that day. Usually, maybe two inches. Whatever, whatever's whatever you want. How hungry are you? Depends. You know. Four fifty-six. Typically, fillet you're ordering by weight, but you know who cares. Whatever. Um, I told you he's he's painting you into a. Corner I usually here. get about a pound of meat. Like this is gonna be. <laughs> <laughs> That's even better. Let Come me on. drop the music bed here yeah. so I can just get nice clean clips. Thank you so much. Uh huh. So they're, depending on how the cuts are or whatever. I don't. Um. So I get it home and I let it come. You let it rest to bring it to room temperature. You don't ever want to cook the meat cold. So I. Why? Because it makes it more tough, right? Are you asking? Well, that's what I've read, and what I've learned is that you have to let you have to let the steak come to room temperature in order for it to taste better. All right. So I season it. <laughs> Greg's passive aggressive grilling that's podcast. That's, that's yeah. pretty universal. I think. Okay, yeah. go ahead. Yeah. So I season it as soon as I get it. So I get it and I put just um, garlic, salt, and pepper on both sides, and I let it sit and kind of press it into the steak so that way it can sit and bring it to room temperature. And then in a cast iron pan, I heat a little bit of oil, um, and then you heat that up until you... What kind of oil? Motor I, oil? Peanut? Yes. Be motor, specific. Coconut? It's a mix of motor and peanut. Okay. So if you have mm, a peanut allergy, maybe just yummy. go with motor oil. That monut oil is delicious. <laughs> <laughs> but um, I bring the cast iron, and you know it's hot when you flick water on it, and it like jumps, sizzles, the little beads yep. of water. So that's when you put the fillets into the pan, and then uh, you'll hear a nice little sizzle. It's called a searing. You uh, let mm -hmm. it sit for about five or six minutes until it's the. You can start to see the brown come up about halfway through. Do not move it. Absolutely, do not move the steak round, and you only want to flip it once. So, so when you, you see the brown come up, don't move it. Well, the steak starts to turn brown. It's red, and then it yeah, starts to turn I understand. brown. You flip it over <laughs> one time. And you let it sit, depending on the thickness of the steak, you flip it over one time, and you let it sit for another five or six minutes, however long it takes, depending on the thickness of the steak. And however you like it cooked. Too. And however you like yeah. it cooked. So I like mine. like a medium rare to medium like a... Rare Are you using yeah. a thermometer at any point? No. Uh, Alan, beautiful question. Well I am not. Played. I'll tell you 
how I do it to, to know the medium rare is the, the trick with your fingers. I don't know if anybody knows this, but if you yeah. put your... Um, I do have a trick with my fingers. <laughs> if you put it's your... not cooking related. Your thumb and Where's your... Where's the gazebo? You put your thumb <laughs> and your pointer finger together and you press Whoa. like the meat by your thumb, that's rare. And then your thumb and your middle finger, that's medium rare. Your thumb and your ring finger, that's medium. So if my filet likes a light touch... So no, How I'm long serious. do I want to? Okay, listen, I'm learning here. I, so, I've but smoked isn't a lot Alan's of. I've sm- hand different from Mary's hand, different from Bill's hand, different from my hand. I mean, the the thumb to finger way of cooking and checking temperature is easily the most error prone way of cooking. But like you said, you are doing this for yourself. Yeah, I You're have not cooked for this you. for right. anyone. Well, right. my for younger you. sister, but she likes it the same way I do. Yeah. So no, I don't have a meat thermometer. Mr. Chef. Why not? I do. I, I mean, I probably do somewhere, but I don't use it. This is how I you do should. this. Yeah. So you haven't gotten made yourself sick yet, is what no, you're saying. I haven't. No. So I feel it based on that. When it feels like my finger does, I'm medium rare. Um, that's when I put um, a couple like big tape, probably about two big tablespoons of butter. I use a butter alternative, but regular butter's fine. And then you. What is a butter alternative? It's made from plants and oh. not cream. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So you let the butter melt to like a nice caramely, uh, almost brown color, and you tip it up, and then you spoon the butter over the steak until all the butter's gone. So you just keep spooning it, keep spooning it, yeah, keep spooning it. Yeah, I don't want it. any butter on my... You don't have to. This yeah. is how I do yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Spoon, 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 spoon. And then um, by the time that butter's done, you want to do that right toward the last couple minutes of your cooking the steak. So I do that for about however long it takes, two minutes. And then turn the heat off, and then take the steaks, let them rest on the cutting board for five minutes or so you want to let the steaks rest because that's where all the juices sit if you cut it too soon all your juices run out it's not any good and then after about five seven minutes i cut the steak so prep time to serve to when it's served is what 45 minutes maybe? 45 at the, minutes. at the very most oh greg your thoughts well i'm not here to judge okay that's exactly <laughs> 45 minutes here. includes getting it to room temperature uh, well yeah that's what yeah. i'm saying from the time you get home from the store until the time that you're eating yeah that's what i mean like yeah. just prep time to when you're eating 45 minutes okay less than an hour yeah okay yeah. so if you, if you have a, a filet for instance uh in my opinion filet is easily the most overrated cut uh, while it is tender it has zero flavor uh, there's zero marbling in it so i, I would like a fatty stick. opt for perhaps more of a new york strip uh, ribeye if I'm feeling exceptionally gregarious, but you're not getting that piece of meat at two inches or three inches to any kind of room temperature. If you take a thermometer and plunge it into the middle of that steak, it's going to be 40 degrees or 45 degrees. You know what I mean. She keeps, well, Greg, her rooms are very, very cold. 40 degrees <laughs> is room temperature where she lives. That's room. Well, the good news is that's also a very safe temperature because you uh, avoid the microbes growing on meat uh, below 40, 40 degrees or below. So that is a good safe temperature. So that's good to know. Um, but, you know, uh, I, I, I just read it and was just interested to hear, uh, you know, how the perfection looks like in Mary's world. That's so all. what else is wrong other than the fact that I my rooms are too cold? <laughs> Nothing. I, I was like I said. He I was, was curious. I was just. Wondering. I would suggest, of course, a meat thermometer because medium rare and rare and medium well all have specific uh, measurement temperatures: mm-hmm. one thirty, one thirty-five. 
So especially if you're cooking poultry, that's something that you definitely want to check so you're not getting anybody sick. See, I go too, I go too far the other way. Like I have no sense of nuance at all, so I'm religious with my thermometer. Yeah. Yes. Because and I'm like there's nothing wrong with that. I mean yeah. the temperatures don't lie, so you know if right. you are below. Right. Uh, now once you're above, you obviously can't bring it back, but if it's below where you want it, you can always leave it on a little bit longer. The other thing that That's I when I break out my blowtorch. <laughs> yes, yes, then you uh, sear it. Um, when you were talking about searing and not flipping, uh, I recommend multiple flippings. That's a complete myth. The only flip once thing, it's, it's complete BS. Why not flip it as many times as you can to build that Maillard reaction, uh, which is also more known as the crust to the layman? And uh, <laughs> you'll have a much better tasting steak that way. Don't fall for, you know, searing locks in the juices. Uh, it has been scientifically proven that that is completely false. Flip it as many times as you like. That's why I don't, but when I'm grilling hamburgers, that's why I also don't buy into the whole, like, don't touch it. I smush it down as far as yes. I possibly can so it's like the thickness of a fruit roll-up. And then I grill more hamburgers and I stack them all on top of each other. And then, Smash boy, burgers. is that delicious. That's right. Smashburgers. Very popular. You're a pioneer, Alan. So, Greg, what is the name of your grilling podcast? Uh, I'm not going to do that. I appreciate it, but there's no way I would. Why it's, uh, the BBQ the BBQ Central Show dot com? Okay, and you and know, and you come kn- on and be your live fire expert <laughs> every day. Live you're... fire. How would you How would you rate my system, one to ten? Uh, that's probably what the average person thinks and does. Okay, fine. Average perfection. Now, here's what I will Look. say. I like my steak better than ordering it at restaurants. Like, yeah, when I go well, out and order a steak at a restaurant, it does, and it's just because I'm cooking it exactly how I like it, and I understand that. Yeah. But it just at restaurants, it doesn't taste as flavorful, I feel like. This is the upside. Remember, you, you, you have to take, there aren't many perks of being a public person, but I've learned one of the few perks I will take as being a public person is I will ask to go to the kitchen and and peer over the shoulder of the person oh. making my food. <laughs> You're like, they, how would you like that steak cooked? Medium rare. Can I make it? Am I allowed to? They never push back. <laughs> they never got upset with me. They're always very accommodating. And I go, I would really like to stand there and just watch as you do this. And they are right, come right in. No problem Alan, at what, all. Last year, I never went to a restaurant the show and brought my own instant read meat thermometer and said cook my steak to 135 <laughs> degrees and then test it at the table that's what i, I do ne- I never did that that's I never what did. i do i said you know what this is chicken give me a solid 165 and then bring it to me and i'll look at it and then we'll see where we are all right thank you greg Thank you. There you go. There's Greg. Who- Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Out in Willoughby. Again, these are all preferences. He's really grilling me. 
Uh, but if the guy does a <laughs> podcast, he's clearly got some thoughts on yeah, it. He, it. And he knows what he's talking about. There, he knows what he's talking about, right? And it's, but it's just really good. My sister said the same steak. thing. Yeah. My sister, I made it for her one time. She's like, "This is the best steak I've ever had." I got to tell you, my wife knows way more about that stuff than I do. I'm not. I'm like a smoking a brisket guy. Yeah. I'm okay on the grill, but like cooking stuff on the stove, I'm kind of a dope. Yeah. Like I could all the stuff you described. Can we have a steak-off between Greg and Mary? Greg is going to win. He's got more experience. I just learned in the last year. I'm a noob! <laughs> hey, drunk Sue. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Hi, Sue. It's Sue's birthday today. Oh, happy birthday! Right? Happy birthday, Sue. Ta-da! Thank you, Bill. Thank you, Mary. Thank you, Ellen. Yeah. Hey, listen. I have Why? to agree with Mary. What's that? Mm-hmm. I'm agreeing with Mary. You live in for a little while, get into the room temperature. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. But here's a, here's a trick. I have one of those things called a micro grill. Like a George Foreman grill? Yeah, but but check it out. It's a microwave. Oh. No, check it out. You put it in the 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 thing in the uh, in the, in the microwave for two minutes. I'm not going to put take a $26 steak in the microwave. Steak on microwave. there. <laughs> steak on there. Season like Mary said. Room temperature like Mary said. Okay? In 90 seconds, I got a perfectly done no way. medium rare steak. Hmm. Perfect. Yeah, okay. Every time. I got you. This is one of those contraptions where you can't go wrong, right? You set it and forget it, and then... Yeah, pretty yeah. much. I mean, like, if you got them all seasoned up, you set them on a plate. You know, you cover them up with saran or whatever so the dogs don't fucking jump up on the counter and eat them. Oops. <laughs> Oops. I got her. No, but I'm having a great birthday. Thank you. And then thanks to everybody that wished me happy birthday on the Ellen. Yeah. So, yeah. How many four? How many four locos? What did you do yesterday, Sue? How did you set? Did you uh, go uh, a dozen four locos deep for St. Patty's Day? No, only. The normal, the normal, a couple. The normal, yeah, okay. Yeah. Now, today I'm on the third one. Yeah, because it's your birthday. So your birthday being right after St. Patrick's Day, obviously that happens every year. So you have well, to... obviously, Alan, or, or here's one in one. Unless you're doing the new math, then it might be three. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is there any particular way you'll be celebrating your birthday today? You're 57, yes? Correct. Yeah. Is there any particular way you're celebrating other than just getting blotto? Nope. I'm staying at home, nice and safe and sound, and I ain't going nowhere. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, good. Well, happy birthday, Sue. But um, thanks to everybody that said happy birthday to me. Uh-huh. All right. I love all you guys. Okay. Let me see. There's Drunk Sue, who's uh, having a great day.
Uh-huh. Okay, well, there's uh, Drunk Sue and uh, another uh, birthday. Another year around the sun, as they say. What if I had the same technique as Drunk Sue? If I was like, you, you buy the steak, you let it sit for a little while, Why? and then you just put it in the microwave. It's a preference, you know? Why? You put it in the steak microwave. Yeah, she got that micro first steak de- wave. First you defrost the steakums, and then... Yes. Oh, God, those are good. There. I mm. love steakums. I haven't had that those. so low budget. It Who cares? They're delicious. Oh so you cook a whole box it. and you put them on that roll and oof. Mm-hmm. See, I would just I haven't had steakums in a hundred years. Just plain bread with mayonnaise on there, man. Just I don't See, need to fancy it up. Don't give me any pepper. I'm sure it's good that way, but when green I want steak, because I was forced to and... eat those, I don't ever want you're those. Forced ever. to? Forced to eat steak. They're kind of labor intensive to be forced to eat them. Well, well that when you're poor, those, those are the type of food that you subject yourself to. And my mom would be in the state of well, if you if you don't want to eat these, then you're not hungry. I'm like, we had steakums for like the fifth week in a row. Well, wow. then you're going to have it for a sixth week. It's Here, a steak he, sandwich, though. Like, if you know how to season it correctly, my brother, really my good. brother would you make get some garlic salt yeah. on there. And here, your mom is cooking these for you. They're spitting all up on her. Oh, She's yeah. getting burned. No, my brother and would make them. And you're saying, I don't want these. Huh? My brother would make them. Well, fine. It's spitting all up on him. He's and, suffering to make sure that his brother eats well. Whatever. He's suffering. He ain't suffering nothing. Wow, this guy. Maybe heart disease? I, well, yeah. That's now. <laughs> what, bitch? I mean, that's now because my mom just got so tired of us complaining about her cooking that she would just leave us like 10 bucks on the counter. And she's like, you get five, you get five, go to McDonald's. I mean, I guess if you had anything a lot, you get tired of it. But I, I haven't. Love we didn't have steakums a lot as kids. I, I, I literally think I've had them more as an adult. You know, because you, you, you got no money, you buy a box of steakums. Mm-hmm. Uh, they don't last very long because no, they cook, you, they cook so down thin. to like yeah. a piece of loose leaf paper. There um, was a summer, my girlfriends and I, the same summer we decided to smoke paper, us yeah. smart 12 and 13 year olds, we would eat steakums literally every single day. Like we would make, make a box of them for the three of us and that's what we would eat and then we, God, what a summer. I feel Drinking like. Drinking Heineken beers, smoking I gotta say, paper. <laughs> I feel like it would take me a lot to get sick of steakums. Yeah. They were so good. Now I I know I have chili waiting at home and I'm like I might pick up steakums on the way home. Steakums and chili. Ooh, chili! I love mm-hmm. a good chili. And today's a good day for it. I, I like a bad chili. I don't even care. I haven't had chili in so long. Uh oh, my brother texts me. Okay. <laughs> what did he text you? <laughs> he was just. Bitch, I cook for you. <laughs> I'm dog sitting his dog this weekend, um, and like he. He was texting me about that, and I thought he was going to talk crap. Like, I thought he was going to cuss me out because I was like, like my steak I'm cooking? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I was like, oh, my God. goddamn steak. <laughs> exactly. I watched some of the Le- Leprechaun movies today. The scary ones? With Jennifer Aniston? Well, yeah, so what is one. your... Bill and his girlfriend were getting drunk before the show. What is she doing while you're at work? She's getting more drunk. She's out or she's at home just drinking? Uh, she's still probably at the Winchester. Oh, okay. As far as I know, I haven't heard from her since. <laughs> so Mary picks you up, brings you here. Mm-hmm. Your girl is still at the Winchester. As far as I know. Yeah. Okay. And yeah, we were at the Winchester. Sci-Fi, S-Y-F-Y. Yeah. Uh, was playing a leprechaun marathon. And they were, while we were there, they were playing leprechaun in the hood. Mm-hmm. In, I'm sorry, leprechaun in the hood. hood. Right. <laughs> Which has iced tea in it, yeah. and I I've never seen any of the Leprechaun movies, but after watching them today, I'm like, I need to see these. They look hilarious. Are they supposed to be scary though, right? Mm. I think they're supposed to be campy scary. Yeah, Warwick scary. Davis is the Leprechaun in all these. Correct. Yeah, 
Mad Mardigan! Mad Mardigan! Is that that's the movie? From, that's from Willow. Oh, that's not Leprechaun Five Which, in the Hood. It is in duh. the. No, it is the. It oh. is in the Hood. Oh. For the fifth one, mm. it's not in the Hood. It's in the. It hood. Should be in the Hood. Are you okay there, Poundcake? I saw you yawning. My mic was off. I saw you yawning. So what? Listen, baby, guess, baby it was step. a big yawn. Baby yes, steps. I yawn. Baby steps. Thank you for turning your mic yes, off. Yes, I turned my mic off. <laughs> I'm not even going to beat him up for yawning. Oh. Whatever. You know, it, was a, it was a large yawn. It was just like. <laughs> now, Bill, you are thinking maybe of the sequel to this movie, which was Leprechaun Back, the number two, The Hood. Back to The Hood. Oh, so he went back. Yeah, He went maybe back to The Hood. Is Ice T in that one? No. Okay. Sticky Fingers is in that one. Okay, no. I know. I, I was watching the one that had Ice T in it, so yeah, it's that's Leprechaun the one. in The Hood. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought it was The Hood, not The Hood. Right. But yeah, it looked funny. It looked good. And that's not what they mean by black comedy. Mm. They mean like dark comedy yeah. in these movies. But imagine you're Ice T and you do that movie and you get second billing to Warwick Davis in that, you know. But at that time, he was that a time, newer actor. Right. 20 years ago. So I get it. And also, there's a scene where he's in the past, and he's got this giant afro, and he's just pulling weapons out of the afro. And at first, you're like, oh, he had a knife in his hair? That's funny. But then he pulls a baseball bat out of his hair, and I'm like, okay, that's hilarious. You know, Coolio is also in that movie as well. Oh, Ice T, Coolio, um, and Warwick Davis. That's right. Critics called it really dumb but entertaining. <laughs> Somebody else said there's simply nothing to recommend here, even a little. Well, listen, they're not making these movies because they're amazing. But I haven't seen any of the movies in the Leprechaun series, and they made eight of them. I've never seen any of them. I know f famously Jennifer Aniston is in one before I think she the became first famous. One, yes, okay. I think she's in the original Leprechaun before she was on Friends. Okay, yeah, Jennifer Aniston. There it is, in the original Leprechaun. The budget was one million dollars back then, and it made eight point six. That's insane. Which is why Which is they good, were. Yeah. Well, yeah, these movies they cost nothing to make, and they go, let's see. Not even the effects, like. What effects? There's not really much well, effects. Like it's makeup. like they put. It's right. just practical effects, right? Yeah, yeah, it's the same mask that he was wearing in all the different movies. There are good Irish horror movies out there, by the way, that that don't have tiny leprechauns in them. The Other Lamb is a good Irish horror film. Hole in the Ground's good. It's the Other Lamb, the sequel, seek sequel. Doesn't matter. Are Sequence. you drunk too? No. Okay. Sequence. It doesn't. I gotta go. <laughs> I was gonna make a sound to the lamb joke. But go it for it. Then no, go it's ahead. fine. I'm, I'm done. Encouraging I quit. You. <laughs> I quit. I quit. It was a bad joke. Right. Oh, Jesus. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I, I thought you were going to pull Clarice. Uh, <laughs> uh, hello. Hello, Bill. Hey, who's this? Bill, this is Wilhelmina. Do you remember me? I haven't called in a while. It's been quite some time. I was excited to talk to you, but I'm wondering if today's a bad day. Any day's a good day when you call. Alright. How you feeling? Mm, pretty good. Are you celebrating St. Patrick's Day? I am. I heard that you had a couple of drinks, Bill. That's why I thought it might be funny to call. More than a couple. More than a couple? Mm -hmm. How many? Well, I'm probably up around 8 or 10. 8 or 10? Mm-hmm. In what period of time? 
Not enough. Oh! That sounded like a lot, Bill. It's quite a lot, yeah. Alright. I'm doing my best to hold it together. Good for you. Do you drink? Do I drink? Alcohol. Oh, no, not alcohol. What I was you... going to say I would die if I didn't drink, Bill. Well, yeah. Yes, I drink liquids. <laughs> Is that what you mean? <laughs> I was asking if you drank alcohol. Oh, I, I don't drink alcohol, no. Ever? No, no, well, I used to. What? But happened? I don't anymore. No, I don't drink alcohol. What happened? Why did you stop drinking alcohol? I, well, I got expelled from the fifth grade. <laughs> and it was told to me that I cannot drink anymore. <laughs> and so I stopped. What alcohol were you drinking in the fifth grade? It was, uh, I forget what the name of it was. It was, uh, there was a company called Rubbing that made it. <laughs> the Rubbing Company made it, Bill. That's not and the I, kind of alcohol you're supposed to drink. I'm sorry? You're not supposed to drink rubbing alcohol. That's if anything, what, you're supposed to drink Cleveland whiskey. That's what they told me. Don't drink that. You're in the fifth grade. Right. But you did. But I did. You drank rubbing alcohol and got expelled from the fifth grade. Yes, and, I did. And haven't had a drink since? I have not, Bill. Well, good for you. No, I devoted my life to no drinking. That's good. But I don't judge people that do. Good, because I'm going to take a little sip right here. Other than it's a little filthy. Mm. But that's okay, Bill. Mm-hmm. You do what you want now. <laughs> and if you want to do that... Just so, be, just Bill. So Help. wait, wait, you drank rubbing alcohol in the fifth grade. What did you do after you drank it? What do you mean? What did I, I got kicked out of school. But like, there had to be some in-between time, like where you were acting a certain way that caused them to notice that you're drinking rubbing alcohol. No, they saw me do it. <laughs> and they thought, should we stop her? And none of the kids did. None of the kids in my class did. It's not their prerogative. Well, they could have done something. What about the teachers? The teachers said, hey, don't do that. <laughs> but I didn't listen because I was a rebel, Bill. I, res I respect that. I didn't listen in the fifth grade. And then they called the school nurse when I started uh, puking blood. <laughs> I started throwing up blood and then they called the school nurse. I'm sorry to laugh. That's okay. It was a long time ago. Fifth grade was a long time ago. And half of the kids that I went to school with died anyway, so it's okay. Wait, what? I mean, what? Half of the kids you went to school with died? Yes, they did. Of what? Bus accident, Bill. <laughs> there was a field trip that day, and because I was in the principal's office, I didn't get to go. The other kids did. Then the bus slipped down a hill and exploded. I said, that's what you get for ratting me out. Stupid kids. That's good. That's what you get. That's what I said at the funeral. You said that at the funeral? I said that at the funeral. Each one of the classmates got a couple of minutes to say something about their comrades. And I said, that's what you get. And then I was kicked out of the funeral, too. I can understand why. That's terrible. It's okay, Bill. It's all right. Everybody's over it now. I'm just checking. There, I, I believe that no one is over that except for you. Okay, well, I'm over it. <laughs> I'm just checking in on you, Bill. 
I'm Make okay. Sure you're okay. I'm okay. Are you gonna have some food later? Yeah. You're gonna have like potatoes <laughs> and things. Yeah. Okay. Some corned beef. Oh, corned beef. Mm -hmm. Yes, my doctor just used that phrase just last week. <laughs> about what? About some uh, condition I've got going on right now. Corned beef is what he said. A little no. What condition? He said that doesn't look good. <laughs> That looks like corned beef. I said, Oh, just in time. Just in time. It's a family What part of your body looks like corned beef? Oh, I'm not at liberty to divulge that, Bill. Sorry to violate HIPAA laws. That's rude. Use your imagination, Bill. It's nothing I'm proud of, but I didn't say it. The doctor did. Okay. But it's the second time in two weeks I've heard that phrase. Corned beef. When's the other time? In the fifth grade after I got drunk and half my classmates died in a bus accident. Jesus. Okay, I, I just want to check up on you. Are you all right? I just want to check up on you, okay? Are you going to be okay? Baby? Yeah, you made right. my day. All right. Oh, what a week. And just like that, it's all over again. Make sure you like, share, subscribe to this wherever you get your podcasts. And you can check out The Alan Cox Show live weekdays starting at 2 Eastern on 100.7 WMMS. Available anywhere you go on the iHeartRadio app. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. <laughs> 